are you uh, are you warmed up now, Ryan? Do you, do you feel like you you got going here? Well, I thought I was gonna have like you know thirty minutes or so of just like to do your vocal exercises, catching up, and you know, yeah, I haven't talked all day. Have you talked all day? Is that is that what did I miss a joke here? Uh, He's been but... singing today. He had singing vocal lessons. Oh. But it's uh, not talking. R- R- Ryan, so right before you jumped on, you sent us a tweet where <laughs> someone is asking for Russia to be kicked out of NATO. Could could you elaborate on that a bit? Patricia Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> she she woke up, I guess, just she sent this tweet 26 minutes ago and found out that the Russians had shelled a nuclear plant and not cool. No, bad. Uh, very bad. And she's tweeted kick russia out of nato now there's no reason that russia should be part of nato they Ryan. shouldn't and so i i, mean, I, I, I did i, I kicked uh, them out <laughs> i told you good job ryan i approve yeah <laughs> uh, uh what how do you say that in english a, a man of action yeah it's, innovation. It's... i i saw something that needed to be done i did it i took credit for it uh, uh guys we need a countdown could you count down the hours that you recorded with Tim. Let's count down the minutes. I don't think we have time for that. Okay. Now, just just do like the days or something. I think hours. Okay. I think it was three. So I'll count down from three. Maybe we spread it into two days. Three, two, two, one. Timothy Lewis. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality. And the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Hello, welcome, and hi. You are listening to the Substandard Podcast. We want everyone to be able to understand the plot and content of this show. So imagine that you are a horse and that you are listening to a bunch of other horses who talk about movies, take quizzes, play games, sing, discuss the secret Catholic meaning of Disney movies in excruciating detail, and advocate for the important role of horses in contemporary American and European life. If you imagine that, you will get this show. I can sadly report that we have not seen a dime as thanks for our efforts. To, and, and even though we have given many bulwark riders the famous SSEU bump, the, there, there's no money, there's no contract. So we have decided to reach out to RT and Newsmax to see if either of them will allow us to uh, join their family. I am Thomas, together with Chris, presumably joining us from a ski lodge somewhere in the Black Hills, and Ryan, coming to us from a newly test-driven Bucky's bathroom. Hello, air buddies. What do you guys have to report since our last confab? Well, I think you're kind of, I mean, we're technically not a Bulwark Plus podcast, but we we are a Bulwark Minus podcast now. Um, There's a tab... I don't know if you've seen it, if it's public, but there's a tab on the site. You click on it and it says bulwark. And then there's like a minus sign. And it just says after that, the following shows are not affiliated with the bulwark, which that's confusing. And I think we need to clean that up a little bit. And then right. it lists our show right there. So we just need that one sentence to edit it. I, I imagine that Ben was in charge of this. and He accidentally 
wrote something that means the opposite of what it is actually. He does that. He does that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and so, really, this—it's uh, like that—that uh, that old saying. Maybe I'm the only one who says it: uh, addition by subtraction. Yes. So, but would this be the inverse of that? It's we're minus by subtraction addition. by addition. Yeah. We're subtraction by addition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How? Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, enough that about to, me. Well, How are you guys? Our, uh, that needs to be somewhere in our. Um, in our Twitter bio, subtraction by addition. Um, how are you, Thomas? Is that what you said to ask? Did you say to ask about you? Uh, no, enough about me and the bulwark. How, oh, about, okay. how about you guys? I don't, whatever. I mean, it's... All right. Well, Brian I, hates I... when we ask questions about his job <laughs> journey and his how he's doing and... And his life. <laughs> no, that's what I was doing. I, I, I find myself, this always happens. Like, I don't have anywhere to go, but I find myself, I love driving that Dodge journey so much. I just end up driving for hours and hours and not even realizing it. It's just, it's addicting. Um, it when you gives you a chance such to... a fine machine. You're, just... you're, you're, so you're like Forrest Gump. If Forrest Gump were sponsored by big oil or big gas. I'm not going to try to figure that out. I'll just say, I guess so. What? And it also gives you the chance to try out all the Bucky's bathrooms. Yeah. Get around uh, all of them. How many Bucky's do you have within a 60 mile radius? Say like maybe, an hour. Maybe one. Uh, there might be, there might be two. Uh, because the one going north towards Waco, I think that's maybe sp- 45 minutes away um then going south the one towards san antonio i don't even remember exactly yeah that's about an hour so i guess two and then there's one going out there's one going east that i think that's more like an hour and a half so if you just said an hour and a half i would have said three and you would have been like oh okay that's about right but Bucky's geography talk is the shit, guys. Hot. Uh, I don't know uh, how. Like Austin is just like <clears throat> we're we're a Bucky's desert. You know how there's food deserts. It's a Bucky's well, desert. We're a Bucky's well, desert. I, I I watched this video now. It, it's it's been a few weeks, but someone shared it somewhere. Uh, a video about Bucky's, and in that video, I learned that the founder and owner of Bucky's designed the bathrooms. And uh, like start with the bathrooms his, and then on you... his own. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> he actually didn't even know what he like. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to build a, a gas station I, I, or any of it. It was just like I don't know. Let's I start just, with the bathroom and just like the bathroom. It it could have it could have become a restaurant. Yeah. It could have been a museum, but no, no parking garage. I mean, but but a, a, a string of Walmart-sized gas stations. It became all right. So, but I, I wanted to ask you guys. Recently, the Tim Miller episode dropped. Uh, And really, my question is, do you guys have any regrets? (laughs) In life or about that episode? Uh, About the episode in particular. I regret not uh, making sure that you got out of bed to join us for it. I regret that for sure. Like, you ruined that episode. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I should (laughs) have let Matt host. Matt offered to host. But I was like, no, I'm, I could, what are you talking? I can get a host. And then I started doing it and I realized I, 
I don't know what I'm going to say. My, my favorite part of the show was when you kept advertising a bit that was going to come <laughs> up right away. And it they kept coming like half an hour to 45 minutes later. What was that? I don't, I have not listened. That's quiz. I haven't even gotten to the quiz, but like I talked with the quiz for an it. hour. I listened to the raw of uh, audio after we got done. I've not listened to the episode. So I don't know what you kept in. And what's crazy out. is that, is that I must've paused the recording. Cause I remember a moment when Tim was like, I'm just going to lie down for a little bit. And yeah. I asked Thomas, like, <laughs> Thomas, did, did you hear that? And he's like, no, I, you must have paused. The I think recording. it was. Yeah, there was like 30 minutes where we were paused in the middle <laughs> and we were talking. It could have been longer. Oh, so it could, it could have been another half hour. Okay. Yeah. So, so Thomas, what, what, what it was is, is it was Ryan and me, we were deconstructing the podcast genre. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of deconstructing, what else has been deconstructed recently? Well, um, apparently Sam Elliott does not like the deconstruction of the Western uh, that <laughs> the power of the dog was. Uh, Ryan, do you have some some news about that? I mean, uh, I Ryan, guess I have not listened to it. What? Uh, have you read about it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was so, the first one to see it. What are you talking about? Okay. Thank you for following me on Twitter. I tweeted about it so many times. Uh, so, so, so I guess Sam Elliott went on Mark Maron's show and he was very concerned um what was the exact phrase uh, there was illusions of homosexuality yes, illusions yeah and and i and then also he said that he's like he's like you know what mark that, i i think i think benedict cumberbatch's character i think he was gay yeah. Well, sam elliot <laughs> sam elliot to to build on what uh, ryan just said sam elliot says um uh, they look like what are all those dancers in New York that wear bow ties and not much else? Remember them from back in the day? That's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie looked like. I, I'm they're, all, guessing... they're, they're, they're all running around in chaps and no shirts. These are there are all these allusions to homosexuality throughout the fucking movie. I don't know what there must have been a clip inserted in his of because. I right. don't remember all these cowboys. No, I, I didn't either. There was one scene where Benedict Cumberbatch, like, you know, bathes. bathing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and other than that, like, and then he gets mad because uh, Cumberbatch wears the chaps the entire time. He didn't take off the the chaps the entire the entire movie. And uh, and then also he's like, they shot it in New Zealand. Which, I, I think this is, what, he's like I, I think this is the best part that the Sam Elliott uh, I saw a title does Sam Elliott know how how movies are made I know like he's he's on that stupid 1883 show right now the Yellowstone or prequel yeah is it Yellowstone yeah uh, the prequel, Yellowstone prequel Yellowstone. yeah where are they shooting it are they like <laughs> Tra traveling in time yeah I hope it's in Yellowstone because otherwise it would not be authentic yeah, well, and, and it's like, wait until he hears that Lord of the Rings also was filmed in New Zealand. <laughs> like, well, um, I don't know. I Are you sure they didn't film that in Middle Earth? But it just the he kept saying there was the it's, did he not realize like he gets the illusions of homosexual? They weren't alluding. To, what do you mean? <laughs> he was there was one it was in the text. It was. It, it was, was not subtext. It was it like, was above I, that. I, I don't know about that Bronco, Bronco Henry guy. He, I, 
No, they talked about them sleeping naked in a sleeping bag together. That's normal. I do that all the time. I do that on set. <laughs> but they made it seem weird. Yeah, I don't know why why his uh, why that was so amusing to me, but it was. Even though Thomas I didn't love the power of the dog, uh, like Sam Elliott's crankiness about it was yeah was, uh, amusing to me. I mean, was, the way uh, that the way that some people think about politics these days, where if something pisses off the other guy, it's good. It mm-hmm. almost makes me want to like this movie now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, transition. Uh, I have something I want I want to show you guys. Uh, so they, I'm gonna yes, show and tell. Is, it's the best podcast segment. The, this is the best. So I'm linking you a tweet, and you can click on it. Uh, and then, uh, how about Chris describe? Ignore the, the Swedish gibberish. Altid ska man behova skamas over over the the javaland. Pretty good. Describe uh, the two photos. Start with the one on the left. Is that the Brandenburg Gate? Yeah, in Berlin. Lit, yep, lit up, lit up with the uh, colors of the Ukraine flag. Yeah, uh, and uh, the image on the right. I don't recognize that building. It's it's a building in Stockholm, uh, and okay. it, it's also lit up. Could could you describe how it is lit up? Um, is it also the Ukraine flag, but vertical? Is it? <laughs> it's it's like it's it's the wrong shade of blue. Okay. It's not really yellow. It's more like purple. Uh, and I have I have seen other examples of this too. Like I think the the Brandenburg Gate. That's really pretty. It's yellow and blue. You can clearly see this is the Ukraine flag. Here's the building. You're saying in Stockholm, like it was like a a terrible effort because they couldn't quite get the colors right. Or what? What are you saying? Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's the colors are vertical. They're not horizontal, and they're they're not the Ukraine flag. If someone walked by and they didn't really know what was going on in Ukraine or anywhere, they would look at it and it would be like, "Huh, I wonder what they're celebrating." It's 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 kind of like when uh, you have a movie that's not allowed to use the actual brand name, but but has like an off brand, like similar. It's like Sweden's doing that. They're like, well, we're not allowed to actually show the Ukraine flag. So we did something that if you're really paying attention might bring to mind Ukraine. Well, maybe that's it. They could not get the rights, the rights. to the flag. <laughs> So they went with that. <laughs> They're like, we were required to pay a royalty and that just wasn't in the budget. So if we did it upright and not quite the same shades, it was allowed. I haven't even seen the picture yet. So it's, it's, so I'm sure it's great. Okay. Well, we just described it for you. So I was yeah. listening. I was trying to log in. <laughs> to st- While we are on the topic of uh, Sweden, uh, today is a Friday. Do you guys have I talked about? Do you know what Fridays are in Sweden? What Fridays are known as? Taco Fridays. Yes, Taco Fridays. Yes. Well, and, and it's not, it's not very just, alliterative. Uh, it's uh, T. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. How anyway, do you say How do you say Friday in Swedish? Fredag. Taco Fredag. <laughs> very. Anyway, so I I just I I. I, I really want to meet a Mexican someday and describe to them that in Sweden we do taco Fridays and then I want to tell them what is in a taco mm. when 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 we make a taco. Uh, do you make it in Lefsa? Uh, no, you uh, you usually make it in uh, some sort of tortilla or or those completely useless uh, hard uh, crisp things, taco those, shells. Those things that, that 
break it was and completely hard <laughs> and useless. Things. So, so when you take a bite on one side, the whole thing breaks so the, and like gets the ingredients the all over your hands. Corn tortilla, crispy corn tortilla. So yeah, like a, a taco shell or whatever. Mm. A hard shell. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember uh, back home uh, at my parents' place when I was growing up, those were really, when my parents discovered uh, tacos, uh, my mom might have been like 40 or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I discovered her and she started buying those crispy shells. And it took a few years before she noticed that right next to them on the shelf in the store, there were these, these other things, these flour tortillas that we could use instead. Anyway, so... In a star standard taco, you can make this at home to go with your can, uh, can, can, can we, Tell us about a standard taco. Can we taco. guess? Can we guess? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're free to guess. Bananas. Whipped cream. I I, I have uh, seen tacos birthday candles. bananas, but I don't <laughs> think that's standard. Birthday candles. No, no. Uh, what's the uh, pickled herring? Uh, no, that, that's more of a Christmas or summer. Mm. summer day. A herring. Christmas table. Do you put Christmas tables in the in the tacos? No. Um, pickled, pickled spotted dick. <laughs> okay. The, these are these are all uh, great uh, guesses. No. So like the, the main ingredient is that you need to have um, so you need to have minced meat or uh, beef is usually what you always put in there. So, uh, so ground ground beef. You're ground beef. Minced. Ground, okay. Ground, ground beef. beef. Yep. Are you saying Cheese? Minsk? Minsk beef. Beef. Uh, no, minced or mince. An erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> All right. So you got the beef. Rochelle, Rochelle. Cheese. Cheese. Okay. I'm with you. Meat and cheese. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Oaxaca. Uh, Oaxaca cheese. Cucumber. <laughs> okay. Cucumber. Any, any, fuck? any you... onion. Any onion. Then... So like red onion, you could put a red onion no, on a taco? Like a regular yellow onion. Okay, all right. Uh, and then any random assortment of green, red, and orange bell peppers. I mean, that's, oh, I mean, we're going to have to go back to the cucumber because that <laughs> is not going on a taco ever. Like you're, what you're describing is what Subway is willing to put on your sandwich. Right. <laughs> I um yeah, is this the way Jared made his tacos? <laughs> He's got to tell you, he was a pervert. Uh, jalapenos? Uh, sure, yes, again, Subway. Like, are you sure you're just getting, like, a Subway sandwich and confusing that for a taco? No, I mean, you are taking anything that seems remotely Mexican and you, you put it we're gonna on. Take the, we're going to take this sandwich. We're going to get rid of the bread. We're going to dump <laughs> this sandwich into a tortilla, Taco Friday. No, no, taco but Friday. Let, me, let me ask you, why not cucumber? Cucumber is refreshing. It blends perfectly with I other mean, ingredients. Cucumbers I mean, are great. It's just they don't belong on tacos. That's all. Just like what? bananas do not belong on pizza. Uh, see, this is like you insulated isolationist conservatives <laughs> need to really expand your food horizons here. You, you nah. can put. Uh, you can. You can put anything on a pizza. You can put almost Rising. anything. We we are really, yeah. really, I would like to argue that we are the home country of the taco. Oh my God. We <laughs> have taken the taco to a completely different level. I don't think that. That's, that's why that's, around the that, world, people okay. sell Swedish tacos. That's why. Uh, I, the I famous mean, I, Swedish I, taco you can purchase anywhere in, in, in the 50 states of America. You, 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 just, you just wait. The Swedish taco is going to take the U.S. by storm. 
if the Swedish taco is a euphemism for something else, then that may be. But All right, look it up on Urban Dictionary, Ryan. Yeah. Report back to us. Will do. Uh, all right. Uh, have you eaten anything interesting uh, recently? Because I have more food stuff related to Sweden. So this week in Sweden, what do you remember when we recorded the last episode with Ben and I was eating a semla? Barely. Yeah, oh, you were. You were what? Semla. Now, was that when you like dumped a cup of milk on a pancake? <laughs> it's, it's not a pancake. It's a bun where you cut open the top. You put whipped cream and almond paste in it. You put back the top and then you uh, sprinkle some um, powdered sugar on it. And, and this was a Shrove Tuesday thing that you're eating a month why before Shrove Tuesday. Why were there Tuesday. so many steps? I mean... <laughs> uh, right. Uh, anyway, anyway, this Tuesday was actual Shrove Tuesday. Yes. Which, which means that big bakery had a field day because they got to uh, sell semlas all day. Like uh, at work at my office, there were free semlas. Like, uh, did you have a semla during uh, during uh, Fika? Yes. Yes, I did. So you didn't have to drive to Ikea to the bakery to, to get a semla? No, I didn't. So, so that was this Tuesday was the day of the semla. And then this Thursday, the Thursday was the first Thursday in March, uh, which is the day which we all know is we all the first Thursday in March is the day the of the marzipan day cake. Of the marzipan, marzipan day. cake. That's yes. A, yeah. Oh, I thought he said pig. Uh, here it's pig. <laughs> so it's a marzipan cake as opposed to the whipped cream cake because yeah. they never have cake cake. So yeah. tell us about the marzipan cake. Can't just uh, put some. Uh, it, it's... flour and sugar and mix it together <laughs> and bake it now you get a the marzipan cake is essentially just a, a layered cake with uh, whatever you put in there like raspberry cream and bananas and stuff and whatever yeah and of then, course bananas yeah and then it's and then it's like sort of rounded and it has a um oh what do you call that like the actual marzipan is like on top as a covering, it's called. So, a, is there actual cake on the inside? I'm so confused. Yeah, I assumed it was is. made out of marzipan and not. First cake. of all, okay. No, first no, of no. all, it's made out of whatever you want to put in there, <laughs> and then there's this other thing that's on top that I also don't know what that is. Marzipan, you know what marzipan is? No, I don't fucking know what marzipan is. What? Why would I, I know what that is? I'm gonna, I'm gonna bing this, and we're gonna get a photo. And I'm gonna you you can describe it, you people with your fancy English words. Describe okay. what that is. I'm looking on okay, I don't know what marzipan is. <laughs> I was mixing it up with mascarpone cheese, which is the <laughs> one of the ingredients in, in tiramisu. Uh... It, it it just looks like cookie dough, kind of. Yeah, it looks like but cookie it's... dough, but apparently it's cheese. It's and sugar, honey, and almond meal. Oh almond meal doesn't sound appealing to me. I have no idea what goes into marzipan. I, I just know that it's delicious. My throat is already shrinking up just thinking about almond meal. Give that to somebody with a nut allergy. Right. Here's some cheese. That'll so, kill you. Anyway, uh, the, the Sweden takes uh, first place among all culinary nations in the world. And this week was like the crowning. That's why that one guy, the Swedish chef, that's why he's on the, uh, that's why the only chef is uh the swedish chef so they're definitely not just making fun of his accent uh, transition uh, guys guys i have a game for you are nice. you uh, do we I'm do ready. games what was that you both i said spoke. do we do do we do games 
we do games. Well, we do we do now. It's a new thing I'm trying. Uh, all right. So the top. So do you remember uh, Chris uh, when we did the um, uh, the champions from the 1990s? The champions from the, the 1990s. champions, like the different teams. Oh yes, titles. yes, 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 yes. And we had to put them in order. Yeah. Right. So this is also the 1990s, but it's. It has nothing to do with sports. The similarities stop there. Uh, we are we are going to do all Oscar w- winners for best picture from the 1990s. I'm going to give them all to you, and you are going to put them in order from 1990 to 1999. I am a little worried that this will be too easy. Uh, mm, you'd be surprised. <laughs> we we do, we don't have Jim Swift and his special gifts. Uh, all right. Uh, are you guys ready to hear the movies? Oh, I'm ready. No, I didn't. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing. It'll become clear. I was occupied. I uh, saw you. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, uh, all Oscar, all all Oscar uh, best picture winners from the 1990s. Put them in order. Oh, I thought you said oh. best oh. editing winners. So okay. somebody wasn't listening. You uh, thought he said best editing winners. I thought so. That's uh, all right. Are are you guys ready for the movies? Um, are you gonna put them in the chat? Or are we writing them down? Whatever is easier. Uh, well, I, but if you just write them down, Chris, I'm not gonna be able to see them. That's what I realized. That's why I said whatever. I I will read uh, read off the movies so that our listeners also know what they are. American Beauty, Braveheart, Dances with Wolves, Forrest Gump. Schindler's List, Shakespeare in Love, The English Patient, The Silence of the Lambs, Titanic, and Unforgiven. Put them in order from 1990 to 1999. Well, you just drop them in the chat and they're already in order. Uh, They're they're in alphabetical order, Chris. All right. So I'm pretty sure Unforgiven is 1990. Because that's old. I'm surprised that's even in the 90s. Thought it's certainly at the be. beginning of the decade, but we'll we'll put it in the first place right now. Is American Beauty? Is that uh, that's certainly 98 or 99? That is 99. That was from the okay. greatest movie year ever. Okay, and so Titanic is 98 then? No, Titanic is 96. Seven, 96. Okay. Uh, if if you are really struggling, hang on. Is this the year that they won the Oscar or the year that they came out? The year that they won the Oscar. Oh, well, ship balls. That would make Titanic 97 then. Shakespeare in Love and then American Beauty? I don't fucking know when Shakespeare in Love came out. American Beauty is 99. I already told you that. That's the most recent one. Um, Forrest uh, Gump has to be, Forrest Gump came out in 93, so it has to be 94. Uh, right. Uh, so I, I apologize. So so here's the deal. Um, so if the Oscar was in, say, 1993, they are awarding the best picture of 1992. So we are looking for the best picture of 1992. Okay. So it's the year that they re- released. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that Titanic is 96 then... Uh, Schindler's List, 97, maybe? No, it's 1994, I think. No, because uh, Schindler's List is earlier than that. It was... So what's after that? Braveheart? Braveheart is 95. Dances with Wolves, that has to be 91 or 92. 
trying so, to think of what else. Uh, what did we... you say? You said Schindler's so, List is before or after Braveheart? Before. Okay. So here, last four I've got, or last five, I've got Schindler's List, Braveheart, Titanic, Shakespeare in Love, American Beauty. Does that sound right? I Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, the English patient had to be because that, well, that season of Seinfeld was a pretty late 90s uh, Seinfeld season when they, when she went and was saw, it? it was like 97 or something like that okay so it was it was definitely in the later half of the 90s shakespeare in love i have no idea um but i'm almost positive it's unforgiven dances with wolves dances with wolves okay no no. damn it is or maybe the silence of the lambs is first there i I have i have a deal as a clue for two movies i will give you the other nominees for the same year Okay. Okay. Uh, you pick which m- movies we're going to. Do we need the clue for? Yeah. Mm. I I would say I'm like almost positive American Beauty was '99 because I remember I just remember seeing it on those stupid '99 lists with her, all those great movies of which it was oh, terrible. Yeah. Are we are we still doing that? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're going to do American <laughs> Beauty. This is a brief hiatus up. on that on that series. Uh, so uh, let's they ask have about to finish uh, putting Kevin uh, putting Christopher Plummer in, which is going to be really strange when he fucks in <laughs> with that. What was that actress's name? It was like really oh, young. What was that's name? a thing in that movie? Kevin Spacey fucks a high school girl that lives across the street from him. Do they actually? Yeah. I I don't think they they I don't think they get it on. I think or like, he imagines he, it. He sees her as as just this, and she portrays herself as like this. Um, just There's Annette Benning. That's his Annette wife, Benning. but the young oh. person, uh, the young blonde. Um, well, yeah. She portrays herself as this this girl with all the sexual experience, and then as about as they're about to get it on, she's like, "Be gentle with me. I I've never been with a man." And I think that's where he realizes, "Oh crap, I'm a monster. Okay. I should not be doing this." I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie. <laughs> I don't, okay, I've, I did never. It was all it. It never really. Well, you're saying that's when Kevin Spacey realized he was a monster, and then he kept doing it for 20 years. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, that's what his character in the movie realizes oh. that maybe oh. this, maybe. See, yeah. it was very unclear to me if you were talking about him or the character. Okay. Okay. All right, Thomas, can you give us a clue for the? Uh, can you give us some other uh, movie nominees from the year that The English Patient came out? Uh, yes, Chris, I can give you all of them. The other nominees from the year of the English patient were Fargo, Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, and a movie I've never heard of called Shine. Oh, I know Shine. That's that like autistic Rachmaninoff uh, pianist. Who, what's that actor's name? Jeffrey Rush. Uh, that sounds like 96 to me, Ryan. Jerry Maguire? That does sound like 96. So then that makes Titanic 97. So we'll, we'll put that before between Braveheart and Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, how about we get a clue for Silence of the Lambs? What do you think about that, uh, Ryan? Yeah. It'll help us place that. Silence of the Lambs. Other nominees were Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and The Prince of Tides. Oh, boy. JFK. For some reason, I think that JFK was 1992. That also was Kevin Costner along with Dances with Wolves. Uh, so I think that may, I think that would put 
Dances with Wolves a year earlier than I think. So I would probably so, do Unforgiven, mm-hmm. then Dances with Wolves, and, and then, then The Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Lambs, and then Forrest Gump, and then Schindler's List. Uh, Braveheart, English Basic. What, what year do you have for Forrest Gump there? I just have them in order. Um, so that would be 94, Unforgiven yeah. 90, Dance with Wolves 91. No, 93, sorry. Silence of the Lambs, 92. See, Forrest Gump, 93. Be... Schindler's List, 94. Braveheart, 95. English Patient, 96. Titanic, 97. Damn it. Shakespeare in Love, 98. American Beauty, 99. Yeah, I don't know what else would be. because it... Schindler's List is definitely after Forrest Gump. It's so, got to be, right? Yeah. So I would say Schindler's List is 94. And Forrest Gump must be 93. Like, Thomas, can you give us the, the nominees from Silence of the Lambs one more time? Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, The Prince of Tides. Boy, that's hard. Um, because those Beauty sound- and the Beast, we 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 got that wrong because we thought it was like earlier or later, or was it was I think the Little Mermaid? That was the Little Mermaid. We thought it was earlier or later. One of those two. We were like, this is earlier or later. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm satisfied with this order. Like, are you thinking that maybe that it that Beauty and the Beast came out in 1990? Is that what you're? That's what I'm wondering. Um, because Bugsy be crazy. Did Bugsy come out, and I don't fucking know what Bugsy is. Is that with Warren Beatty? I I don't know what Bugsy is, but Prince of Tides. That's old school, man. Like Patrick Swayze. Like, um, what did right? you say? That's Prince of Tides. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the nominees from Robin Hood, Prince of Tides? Yes. It was a sequel to Prince of Thieves when he, when he moved to the ocean. Uh, Prince of Tides is based on a, uh, on a book by that author. Uh, What's his name? Doesn't matter. Are you guys settled on a list? No, this doesn't sound like you're settled on a list. We can't even, I maybe unforgiven. Isn't the earliest then maybe, maybe silence of lambs is. How about what if Dances with Wolves was 1990 and Unforgiven was 92 and Silence of the Lambs was 91? Fine. Fine. Should we do that? Yeah, do that. Do it. I forget yeah. what I just I forget what I just said. It dances with Wolves 90. Okay. Um Silence of the Lambs, of the Lambs and then Unforgiven, Unforgiven 92. 92. Force Gump 93. Schindler's list. Do you need the rest, Thomas, or do you do you know what we've yeah, please, the rest. 95 to 98. Braveheart, 95. Uh, English 90... Patient, 96. Yeah. Titanic, 97. Shakespeare in Love, 98. American Beauty, 99. I like it. Is I... this your final list? Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Tell us what we've won. Oh, man. A white tractor in a color of your choice. Okay. Okay. 1990, you guys said Dances with Wolves. The right answer is Dances with Wolves. Yes. Knew it. That was I, that was a clutch that's late. That's why I change. agreed to that change. I was like, sometimes you gotta admit when you're when somebody has a better idea. That's what I did. That's leadership. 1991, you guys named a movie I have never seen, The Silence of the Lambs. The winner for 1991 was The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, shit. 
1992, the last good Western movie, Unforgiven. Is it good? You were correct. Yes. 1992. And this is going to be. I'm very 1993. You guys said Forrest Gump. Yes. The right answer is Schindler's List. Uh, Fuck you. God. So on oh, your list, those shit. should be flipped. You had Schindler's List 94. Should have stuck with it. That's what I said originally. 1990, and, and that seemed a year too early for Forrest Gump, but Schindler's List seemed right to me. So that's yeah. damn it. 1990. Well, I mean, it's it's after 1940, so it could be any of these years. <laughs> okay, 1995. You guys went with Braveheart. The right answer is Mel Gibson's Braveheart. Boom. Na- 1996, you guys talked about Seinfeld and the English patient, and that is indeed correct. 97, all it says on my list here is tit. Tit. Which, which <laughs> I assume stands for Titanic. That is correct. That is 1997. And, and Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Draw, Nin- paint me, draw me like you paint your French girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, how does that line go? Draw me like you drive. Painting it doesn't matter. Draw me like you drive your French cars. <laughs> perfect, perfect line delivery and memory. So there are two years left, and you have two movies left. You have played Shakespeare in <laughs> Love. Movies. Shakespeare in Love. You placed it in 1998, and American Beauty. You put in 1999. You are correct. <sighs> Got so eight. eight out of ten and uh, those were just flipped um, for a scum bishop. very very well done lads yeah uh, damn very we no- so nice close. work Ryan we were so close we were so close we, were so but, close. Uh, we basically yeah, got that's, it that's, I mean eight that's I don't think anybody's ever gotten more than four on this thing before we uh, next time we're doing uh, best actor winners no <laughs> That There's no be... way we're getting eaten that. <laughs> no. uh, all right. So well, I, I guess I guess you, you'll have to tell us the, the movie they're in, which will make it a little bit easier. But if it was I just was... best actors, like yeah, what year did <laughs> Anthony Hopkins win? I don't know. Well, I was I was thinking that those were going to be like uh, clues, like uh, you would. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. just straight up actors and actresses. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. It 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 would be great. I promise. Uh, okay. Uh, for this week, uh, two of us have watched all of the show. One of us have watched some of it. Uh, Ryan, What's that? Yellowstone. Inventing Anna. Yellowstone. Ryan, it's time for your joke. Oh, you're gonna have to give me a. Oh, uh, about <laughs> about the the Grey's Anatomy woman. Give Shonda... a joke. Shonda. Shonda, I know who, who Shonda rhymes. What joke did I find? You I went say? on about it for like two days yeah, in the you, chat. You did, you did a running joke about Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Shonda Rhimes finally has a hit, huh? And you're like, who's Shonda Rhimes? Oh, did you mean Shonda Rhimes? I spelled it wrong. I, I, the first time I typed your name, it, I spelled it wrong. I spelled Shonda Rims and then just decided that I was just going to go. go. With it. <laughs> I went because nobody. So I spelled, I spelled Shonda Rims 
you guys did not acknowledge it. And we I did said, not make fun of then, you sufficiently. Replied, so you had to just stick with it. Because I replied, because <laughs> then I replied like, and also Shonda Rhimes. And I said, but I'm a bigger fan of like Shonda Rhimes or something like that. And then I kept, you guys didn't acknowledge it. And so I kept making the joke. You guys still didn't acknowledge it. And then because you kept not acknowledging the, the joke, I did go on for, for two days making uh if, any, if, if any if anyone no one has ever captured no episode has ever captured the essence of what ryan is like like what you just heard right <laughs> like that 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 that's distilled ryan use water nobody's laughing at my joke so <laughs> do i do i they're do wrong I the- they're clearly wrong <laughs> And I'm going to punish them for it. (laughs) Anyway, the Netflix series Inventing Anna uh, depicts the the life of a swindler named Anna Sorkin, who under the name Anna Delvey pretended to be a Russian-German heiress who uh, said that she she stood to inherit a fortune because her dad was a that was never really clear investment. First, he was, was kind of like he, maybe he was some kind of, um, you know, uh, mafia guy. He was he was she didn't imply that, did she? I, I thought I think if well, I, I think maybe not at first, but eventually nobody considers was, them heiresses. But but yeah, then it became it, that, that was because did she, they, did she say that he was in the waste management business? <laughs> No, she said he attended the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, Arizona. Great event. Uh, anyway, yeah, and so uh, she manages to weasel her way into high society in New York, is almost approved for a loan for how many million dollars? 40 or something? 20? I forget exactly. Oh, 41 million, wasn't it? Yeah, something, a stupid amount. Anyway, uh, and this Netflix series is based on uh, a New York magazine piece by Jessica Pressler, where she sort of tells the, the story about Anna Sorkin. Right, guys, uh, thoughts. Do you guys, do you, well, let's start with this. Do you guys remember when she was actually on trial? Like, do you have any memory nope. of that? I don't remember the trial. I remember, the first thing I remember is the right when, um, so when Rachel, her friend Rachel, um, when her article came out in Vanity, Vanity Fair, Fair yeah. I read that right away and was like, um, you know, like, this is a crazy story. And then I kind of after that, I saw more stuff about it, but I was like, well, I already read that one article. I, I know everything. So I didn't really keep up with it as much. And clearly from the show and from the New Yorker piece, it seems like Rachel kind of, uh, you know, painted herself as more of a victim than she actually yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, no, no I mean, one, it was. Eh, I yeah. mean, no one questions that she lost uh, sixty-five thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. But she, she seems like she stood to make much more afterwards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she. They. Uh, I think she sold the uh, for the book deal. She got like three hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and then she also sold the rights to some network for the the, the TV show. And uh, she was happy to go on this vacation. So like she was swindled out of sixty five thousand, not swindled, but like she went on the vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, you did <laughs> you did 
go you did get something for the money <laughs> like that's what that's what places cost like yeah. it's like i know you expected clearly she just from her experience with anna she expected that oh anna's inviting me she's gonna pay for everything and you shouldn't have assumed that yeah it uh it did it's hard to feel that bad for her you know considering that she you know stayed at a place that was thousands of dollars a night and right and i mean was just lavish hospitality there Uh, when they went on the tour of um what did they they end up touring the the, the, the gardens gardens. yeah the, the gardens and it uh, it, and it ended up being like two thousand dollars a person. <laughs> and they had to pay for the driver. Yeah, well, um, not the driver. That, like he, he was there watching them to make sure that they came yeah. back to the hotel to yeah. pay their bill. That, that was actually like a funny moment in the city. Like they looked over and he was just standing <laughs> there sipping the tea. <laughs> uh, anyway, so back up a bit. So uh, Anna Delvey. Uh, is this girl who just like appears in New York and starts to hang out with the socialites? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, who who is she hanging out with at first? It's Ooh, it's this is, uh, was it that one? So so was her boyfriend Chase? Was it kind of his his mentor? What was her name? Was it her that was kind of the first? No, well, so she actually because she was in art school at. It's some school in Paris, right? But and, briefly, right? Anyway. And then she drop out? Just, yeah. just enough to get like it, like that she was there and kind of like put it on her Instagram. And yeah, then and and then somehow, she interned with some French publication too, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, but it doesn't really matter who she started with. It seems that if you throw around money, um, dress the part, talk the part, and are bitchy enough. Are you just mean enough? Um, you will appear like that's that's what you need well, to, to but get also, in with society. She clearly had to know a lot about fashion because oh, um, she knew fashion one... and she knew art. She knew how to talk about all that stuff. Exactly. So, like, just because she knew, uh, because that the one guy who worked for the um, he worked for that designer um, that she was friends with. I think that's who she started hanging out with first. Um, well, I mean, first she did have money, although it wasn't her. She was spending her boyfriend's money when he was running this startup thing because he was yeah. going to read minds. And yeah. he had I mean, so let's let's startup. be honest, like the way that the story is told, it's almost like a Christopher Nolan thing. Like <laughs> yeah. we jump around yeah, in the timeline a lot. a lot. Yeah. And that uh, <laughs> that kind of uh, makes it hard to remember where she started. But that, yeah, she was being that guy who's going to start that dream catcher. <laughs> Wait. Um, this wake it's like what a which is hilarious like idea. yeah yeah it's stupid but but it, it's it's I, I don't know i think that's why it captures uh, this show captures the imagination of people because like the the shallowness of new york society that accepts uh somebody because she's mean and she gets art and fashion mm-hmm. um and and this app designer who has the stupidest idea but because like he's capable of giving a good presentation to investors and yeah. saying things that like people don't understand or being just like trippy enough of like talking about dreams and whatever and monetizing it that like, and he had no, nothing built. He, had <laughs> no, never, nothing. he hadn't even started the, yeah. the guy that he hired. Wasn't even like a, a programmer. Yeah. Yeah. He went through $3 million or something of, of startup yes. money without paying like his programmer. It was just like, 
I think he used the startup money to just like get more investment for yeah. more startup. Right, and and then she has uh, this moment where uh, she she doesn't really they break up and she doesn't really have anywhere to to stay, uh, and uh, I I don't know the movie and maybe the article sort of paints. Wait, there's this a as, movie too. <laughs> no, the, the movie show. Sorry. Oh, movie. Uh, Sure. Uh, and and the article sort of paints this, or at least I think the author thought that this is when she decides to just hustle instead of actually trying to build something real that she is so devastated. I don't know. Like, well, but the so, whole thing well, is a hustle. Like while she like she's her eye on the prize of 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 actually acquiring a loan so she can open up essentially a club um, for the, the, the rich and elite uh, that's a, at the, this perfect address with, with all this art and restaurants and stuff, um, which would actually have made her money. Had she gotten the loan, she probably could have pulled it off. Right. Yeah. She, cause then she would have probably been able to you know, at least make the payments on the loan. Yeah. Right. But, but, money. But, but while she is still dating this app designer who does have some context, uh, partially through, through that older woman that they're staying with and doing other things, which maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, like, let's but, let's be honest. Like, but but she Chase, gets, Chase is he was banging. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but she gets those meetings, and that's when she realizes that she's not gonna get anywhere unless she fakes everything. Yeah, right? she she buys a voice disguiser to <laughs> play um, the attorney for her um, for for her dad yeah um that's and that's where be- the delusion really like becomes clear because in a sense she had a business model that probably would have worked but i don't know how she thought she could have gotten a loan like by just like vaguely like promising yeah. that there there's money in europe and right. by disguising her own voice to a sound like this lawyer like you don't think they're gonna verify your assets yeah before she they really approve didn't the loan? because and then that's when it finally hits her when um when uh goose tells her that uh oh yeah it's a done deal it's all good um they're they're sending they're sending people over to germany right now just to ver just to verify the uh the money with your dad's lawyer so as soon as they do that they meet him everything will be good and that's and where she realizes like oh okay that's- but, but but here but here's the thing I, I don't know. Is that uh, maybe with loans this size, that is common practice that you actually send someone over there. But but she had faked all the documents up to yeah, that point. She, she, she'd she though? Yeah. Well, I think well, she'd sent some. something. She'd sent some stuff. It was still nothing like, uh, nothing really verifiable because they show where Anthony Edwards um Ant- checks checks the box that like she has right. Timberwolves forward Anthony Edwards is in this show I missed that <laughs> yeah he looks different um but he checks the box that yes I've verified that the clients has you know the funds to pay for this loan but he really hadn't because he talks because he because before they on the in the in the show the way they portray that is that it's late at night he talks to her to her but her thinking he's talking to the lawyer and he says oh i don't know what happened i will you'll have the documents first thing in the morning and he's like okay good great and so then he just checks the box and turns in the paperwork but i don't know that any documents were ever sent like it's kind of like with her like oh why are you why are you the money you know it's like (laughs) you know it was never coming she just wouldn't like continually 
put, I, I doubt any doc. There were no documents. No. But so you I can't mean, just uh, like, like uh, somebody who's like gifted at Photoshop can't just forge documents and get a $40 million loan. That's not, but a- she'd gotten, you know, Maybe I don't know, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars of work. But that was just hours trust. out of this lawyer. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, by just like hanging out with this, um, like a bank gave her like a, a line of credit of two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's because the banker wanted to bang her, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, well, but also so that, but also like getting bed in the business sense of of like he wanted to secure the larger loan, he, and so he, as, he, as a as like a way of a good gesture of good faith, uh, uh, it's like uh, this is the be- beginning of our relationship. Right, and is it so? Isn't isn't that? So there are a few things that annoy me with people. And so this is, everyone wanted to get go along with it because they thought that they could make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Right. And, oh, when, yeah. and when they think they can make a shit ton of money, like Anthony Edwards, oh. they, they just, sure, I'll check this box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But, but the trick is to get and, them to believe that it might actually happen. And oh, I, for I sure, which is like you're describing con men, like, and uh, I mean, the different, types of um, strategies you use against them. But like w- when um, they think that they're going to get something out of you, like that good con men convince people that they're being dead, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or, yes. or what is that called? Is that called the confidence man? I, I don't, but-, but. I mean, it's like if, if Anna, Anna Sorkin and um, uh, this guy from the Tindler Swindler, Simon, if they were used car salespeople, Ryan would have paid twice the amount for his journey. Like, but anyway, so one of the things, one of the things, that I found, uh, did you catch this? I think I messaged it to you. Uh, for like a few months, she stayed on the couch of Billy McFarland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just, and, and she's it, like, your, like, your thing sounds so stupid. Yes. She's, <laughs> she's like, that's never going to work. Yeah. Cause he tried to get her to invest in Firefest, which she didn't have any money anyway, but she <laughs> was like, that, that sounds really stupid. That's not going to work. <laughs> And then also, um, I think we haven't talked about her lawyer, Stewie. Um, I cannot remember his real name anymore. Hud Spodek. What'd you say? Hud Spodek. Well, that's his character's name. Yeah. That's the oh, guy in real uh, life. That's uh, not asking for name? Stewie's name. The actor's name. Uh, Alexa. Arian Mo- Moayed. Moayed. Yeah, Arian Moayed. Moayed. I don't know. Very good. Arian Nation. Uh, he was he was the best part of this movie. He's great. Show, movie this show. Best part of the movie show. He I I didn't think he'd ever do anything better than he plays Stewie, but this guy like has so many more dimensions or than than Stewie just like Stewie's just you know kind of a dick, but he's funny. This guy's like actually, you know, you, he's got heart. He's funny and he's nice. Um, he, he was really good. He, his, his, and did you see who his, his wife was on the, argument. on the movie show? Who was what? Did you see who his wife was on the movie show? Uh, she was from Station Eleven, right? Elizabeth and, and, 11. um, from Succession. She was also, uh, kind of the, the, Kieran Culkin's lengthiest uh, girlfriend. Um, I didn't not, not not in length, but like in time with her. <laughs> well, she was Kieran Culkin's well, she's tallest tall. girlfriend. Yeah, she was pretty tall. I didn't uh, realize that. I knew she was from in station. But anyway, you're you're talking about Stewie and his his uh, his lawyering. 
No, I just thought like the scene where he gave the closing argument, like he was, that was really, cause that can go anytime in these things where they do the closing argument and, and, and they go over the top and it can just be like, this is stupid and like nobody's buying this, but. Right. But so, so here's the thing, right? Uh, uh, the closing argument by uh, attorney Spodek Stewie is that she was never dangerously close, right? Uh, I, those are the words they use. Right, yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, if we think about it, anyone can submit a freaking application to a bank, right? Like yeah. I can submit an application to a bank and fill it in and maybe lie a little bit and whatever. That doesn't mean I'm close to getting a loan. Right. And really, she wasn't because like like what happened, they were going to have to verify it at some point. Maybe she didn't know that, but everybody else knew that before she got forty one million dollars, um, they were going to verify it. So in reality, even though she didn't want to have him admit that she was not anywhere close to getting um, that was key loan. to her argument. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Legally. She, she she really wasn't, but she didn't want to be seen as a fraud, even though and she would like, you know, I, I, st- I she, but she's typical con men who will never, ever, ever admit the truth. They keep they will whether they believe it themselves or not, they'll keep pushing whatever happens, however much evidence you have, they're lying. They'll find some new way to spin it. And uh, I don't think she was ever able to admit that her dad was not, um, you know, super rich and that she was due to inherit, you know, money. Um, I think she still went. Uh, admitted to, to herself or. I don't know, but she never admitted to anyone. Uh, right. Anyone because, else. Because Whether she admits it to herself, I have no idea if she's just one of those people that can just like make her brain believe that what she's saying is true. Uh, I it's think not a she, lie not if, a lie, you, if believe you believe it. <laughs> okay, George. So I, I think she believes everything but that. Like, like she knows who her dad is and who her family is. So she doesn't believe that part. But everything else, like 90% of the shit that she, she said and did, I think she believed those parts. I'm not going to psychoanalyze her here, but did you see, I saw a number on how much Netflix uh, spent on the, the show, not just the money that they paid her, oh but uh, spent on actually making it and Shonda Rim's salary and everything like that. Um, uh, did you guys see? No, I, I, I don't, only, but I, I would guess in the uh, 40 to $50 million range. No. I saw a number that was much higher than that. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. I, the number the number I saw was somewhere between 300 and 400 million dollars. What? Of of which no, uh, if I if I has... if if I understood it correctly, they essentially gave um um uh, Shonda Rhimes the the Rogan treatment when it came to the contract. Well, is that so is that cuz she is a the whole... Joe Rogan or Seth oh. Rogan? She has a she has a she has an Joe. overall deal with Netflix now because she got pissed off at ABC right. and so she took all of her stuff to Netflix. So right. is that three to four hundred million for all the stuff it, that she's developing with them, or was that just that, for this? That makes more sense. That it's probably that, right? Like she's exclusively working for them now. Yeah, I, I imagine that three to four hundred million is for. Yeah. 
is her budget for all the shows she's doing yeah, she's got that's a lot of got, money she's got other shows coming out and then like um i think a movie or something like that that she's doing all with netflix yeah. it's like when they gave dave Chappelle, what was it like a uh, hundred million dollars for four stand-up yeah. specials or something like yeah. that and, yeah and and how much do they give uh uh what's his name terrible director who ruined the sequel trilogy of the star wars um, yeah. They gave him a bunch of money for number one. You're wrong. Two sequels uh, to whatever yeah, they, that. I think it was like two hundred million dollars to yeah. make Knives Out two and three. Just, just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just I mean, like, but it's it, funny money. it doesn't, doesn't make have a choice because the only way that they can keep the like getting subscribers is to dump money into creators and just like they they have a choice. I mean. Yeah. It's just they don't know they don't have any creativity. So yeah, Chris and I talked a little bit about this before. In the sh- the short time span we had for ourselves before you joined Ryan, we talked a little bit about how, or I said that I think that. Oh this fuck! Thing- oh my gosh! Four hundred and sixty-eight million dollars for Knives Out two and three. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because. The, the box office for both those movies will be oh at least gosh. 700 million, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. The biggest movies ever. I'm, I'm joking because they, if they are released in the box office, like it'll be like a few hundred thousand. Oh, I know. Yeah, nobody it, watches it, it, Netflix movies on. Yeah. The no, I, I know. I, but it's not like, I mean, the first knives out made 311 million. It, and it cost that, 45 yeah. it cost 45 million dollars to make so they're right. like so 45 million dollars we're we're uh we're we work for netflix ryan how much should we pay for the sequel <laughs> to a 45 million dollar movie like probably double probably like quadruple that yeah and then yeah you're it. right you're right <laughs> 230 million per movie yeah, yeah. That, that, that sounds about right they 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 do interesting math over at netflix hq <laughs> yeah well they have to i mean like how else do you design someone unless you throw four times the money at them (laughs) i know there's not any chance that ryan johnson would have been like okay yeah for 200 million (laughs) dollars or even like or even just signed off for final cut to say like we'll give you a generous budget and we'll give you final cut Uh, well that must have been a fun meeting when when uh, he he walked in there with netflix and everyone's like yeah so we uh we were, it's, we were no, it's it's like it's like Kramer with the coffee people, yeah. right? Like they're ready to give you know <laughs> the world and and except like yeah. All right, uh, well, uh, go ahead. Uh, and I assume what Netflix said was like, well, so we were thinking like two hundred and thirty, and Ryan Johnson is saying, oh yeah, I was going to sure. take a free coffee. <laughs> yeah, and then they continue per movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, you have to run. Uh, in a little bit, uh, I, I want to talk about uh, Anthony Edwards, the character he played. Did you like how, um, although business was going well and he got court one <laughs> at, at the squash club, right? Yeah. Uh, his marriage wasn't going so well. No. But there'd be like a, a mini movie in this, like how Stella got her groove back or whatever, like how Anthony Edwards got his groove back. And do you remember the evidence that he got his groove back? Do you remember what it was? He kissed his wife in the morning. Yeah, but in the way that Michael Douglas likes to kiss oh, his that's wife. Right. Yes. 
he risked he he risked <laughs> he, he risked throat cancer uh, um and it's like oh he before yeah, the shower he, like oh that, when he thought that the, that's right when he thought the deal was was done and then he had to then he went back to just going to tw- court 12 and yeah not he also got new frames for his glasses um but but <laughs> it was also the michael douglas thing uh thomas you you uh you were gonna say that that uh this this series is just unbelievably uh padded it, what's it the word i'm looking have, for it long could have been like five Blo- bloated? it's yeah, bloated it yeah. that's the it word been half yeah yeah it's it's stupid which is why i haven't finished it yet um so thanks for the uh, spoiler ryan on on stewie's uh, great closing argument well, one of the things that, that you i thought was you didn't think that there was going to be a closing argument in the trial because i i think they have to <laughs> but i assumed with the with the way they told the story with the christopher nolan you're gonna see it in like episode three yeah that's kind of what i thought uh so the, the one thing that that really bugged me about this was just the overwrought, like heroic journalist, like um, Anna Klumsky <laughs> was just such a hero in tracking down this story. Yeah. I, and it was, it was kind of ridiculous. Like he gave her her boss, gave her two weeks to do this. And yeah. there's no I mean, she visits her uh, Anna in jail like five times um, mm-hmm. that are clearly like three weeks apart. And somehow those all fit into two weeks and her pregnancy advances. Like she goes from like the first trimester to birth in a matter of like, it's it's a time dilation. This is Christopher Nolan thing. Uh, Right. And together with her merry band of reporters in Scriberia. They're so heroic. (laughs) And, And then the baby comes and she's such a hero that she just has to leave her newborn behind and go to Germany to finish the story. Just to get the get the uh, the backstory about Anna's yeah. parents, it was just like like she. I'm surprised they didn't put a cape on her. <laughs> <laughs> with the whole thing with her, with the you know the story that ended up not being true, they got her in trouble. Was that did that happen to the real? Yes, it did. Okay. So did it? What was so the story? where it was her editor's fault? who ought, ought to have checked it out and she was doing like, she was going to move on to a better, like cause I, I, a lot of this I seemed mean, a little if, bit over um, believe, sensationalized, like over dramatized. If you believe the telling in this movie show, uh, it was definitely not her fault. The movie show that even on its own terms says <laughs> this is part, this is a true story, except the parts that are made up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Ryan, I don't, I don't know the details. I just skimmed the, um, her uh, the reporter Jessica's Wikipedia page, and there was something like that. And then, but anyway, so to close, these people like uh, Anna Sorkin continue. These people like Anna Sorkin. I mean, they they have talent, right? Like they are For sure. like, like they are really good at talking, presenting themselves. She knew how to move in the social. Like, like she's obviously talented. She's not stupid. She's pretty smart. And like, if she would have picked any yeah. legitimate career, right. she would have been successful. Like, yeah. and I, that really bugs me. Yeah. It's like 
people, these people try to catch every shortcut or think that, oh, this is the only way to succeed when they, they have all, all the prerequisites in order to sure. succeed within any given field. And they can just rot in hell. But she, yeah, it's sheer greed, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's because like what they, what they have um, and what, even what they've conned themselves into is not enough. Um, and each of these stories, like they're, they delude themselves into, into buying into it. And that's where they get caught where she could have um, kind of in a non-illegal way, kind of conned her way into a job in the way that many people kind of over uh, estimate their own gifts in a job interview, you know, or over, overhype the resume, whatever. All right. It seems like we have lost Ryan. So I assume that is a good point to round off the show. Yeah. What is it you say at the end of the show? We are starting to run out of time. We are starting to run out of time. Thank you for listening. Please tune in for the next episode and listen to our entire back catalog. Yeah. Uh, Light a candle and and put it in your Swedish taco. (laughs) (laughs) Together with some marzipan. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Good night. Keep keep the candle burning. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.